Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Su. And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about why you shouldn't copy billion dollar companies. So a couple episodes ago, we actually talked about why you should well, how you can ethically steal slash copy, for example. So what what is the argument for avoiding billion-dollar companies, Neil? A lot of the things that these billion-dollar companies do don't make sense. For example, even if you look at the smaller multi-billion-dollar companies, like not the Microsofts and the Googles, because of course they're really out of reach, but you look at like the slacks of the world who have a really high valuation, maybe their revenue doesn't make them like a multi-billion-dollar company, but their growth rate and their valuations make them like worth four or five or whatever billion dollars. You look at a Slack, they used to have a TV commercial. Their TV commercial was tons of animals within offices, the animals being humans, but they made them look like a lion or a giraffe or whatever. And they would just communicate with each other using the application, the application being Slack. Most people who watched that TV commercial that I talked to had no clue what Slack was after watching that TV commercial because they're just like, it's people texting each other. Are they messaging each other? Is it like they put a design on the screen to show that people within an office are messaging? They're like, is this a Skype? People didn't get it. And what others learned, because I know a few people are trying to copy them, be like, oh, this is so cool and creative. I'm going to copy this for my business. And I'm like, Hey, if you're in marketing and you want to do well, you got to look at the basics, good messaging, good story. If people don't understand what you're doing, it doesn't matter how sexy your campaign is. It's not going to do well for you. You can't just be like Nike and put your products or like, what's those shoes called by that rapper, Kanye West? Yeezys? Yeezys. You can't just take like, or Beats by Gary, you can't just take your products, like these consumer-based businesses and put them with celebrities and be like, that's all I have to do. People will buy it. Those products are really simple and easy to market. Yours is probably not that easy. So you can't just have a cool creative design and like some cool, you know, message and not really go into your product or service and explain the pain points and answer objections and expect your marketing campaigns to help you grow. Right. And I'll give you another example. I mean, there's a show I watch on Amazon. I think it's actually over now, but it's called The Man in the High Castle. And it's a really good show, by the way. It's it's where the Nazis and the Japs, the Axis powers actually win World War II. And it's its alternate universe. Check it out if you have Amazon Prime. Anyway, so the thing what they did was to to kind of um, do a marketing stunt or campaign for for their new show coming out was they put Nazi Nazi flags in subways, then that was their campaign. Imagine in New York, you walk in, there's like Nazi flags plastered around uh, around the, the seats, by the way. And who, who, what company owns this show? Amazon. I'm like, no one's going to get that. They're going to be like, what the heck? 
Now, why are there a bunch of Nazi flags? Not only that, there's a bunch of Japanese, the the, the, the rising sun, the, the imperial flags as well. So people that are like, they might be still sensitive to, you know, the, the Second World War. Like, what is going on here? Like, what is this man in the high castle? It's, it's not good. People are more just like, I don't get what this is, right? Same thing with Slack. They don't have that kind of recognition yet where it's like, oh, immediately, like, it's like Nike, for example, or uh, Adidas or whatever, right? It's, it's not to that level. So you got to think about that. By the way, that ad looked really expensive. Like probably cost seven figures to do. So you got to be smart with how you go about your your branding and actually think through what the repercussions might be long term. Yeah, and of course, Amazon can do an ad with just a box that has a Prime logo within the United States. And yes, it would bring awareness and it would work for them because they're Amazon. But doing things like what Slack did or that TV show with the Nazi symbols, like that kind of stuff doesn't work. It, well, one, you should be sensitive of people. But two, whatever you're doing, if something's not well known yet, like mass consumer, like a Nike, you need to make sure that you have the correct messaging and branding in place. So people are like, okay, cool. I understand what this product is. I see the logo. I can relate to it. Next time I see it, like I will know that this product is related towards this subject matter, this solution. And ideally, not only do you want the messaging right, have good branding in there, but you also want to answer objections in whatever marketing material that you're doing, because without answering objections, you're not going to convert people from being those visitors into customers. Yeah. And by the way, to that point, maybe we should do another episode on objections because that's so important handling objections because that's going to help you close deals faster. Uh, but we can talk about that later. So that is it for today. But before we go, go to singlegrain.com slash giveaway to get access to our marketing goodies that will grow your business. And we'll see you tomorrow. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.